You're listening to Dental Talk from VivaLearning.com. Making the decision to incorporate new technology involves an evaluation of what results it will bring to both your patients and your practice. Today, we'll delve into how PSP and other digital technologies have accomplished just that, an increase in productivity through patients' case acceptance. Our guest is Dr. Josh Wren, a speaker for the online dental community Dentaltown and also the founder of Pediatric Dental Seminars. He is a board-certified pediatric dentist who also enjoys educating other dental professionals in all topics of pediatric dentistry. Our sponsor today is Air Techniques, a leading U.S. manufacturer of choice products for the dental professional specializing in digital diagnostic systems, hygiene solutions, and other relevant product categories. We thank Air Techniques for sponsoring this podcast. Dr. Wren, it's a pleasure to have you on our show. Well, thank you for having me. So what are some of the considerations that you make when determining what technology to bring into your practice? Yeah, um, great question. First and foremost, I look for is it a product or technology that's going to make me a better dentist by delivering better patient care to our patients in our office? Is it going to increase my efficiency? Is it going to make me faster at what I'm doing? Um, Is it going to provide the opportunity for less work for my team members or more efficient work by my team members? And is it going to be more comfortable for the patients we have in the office. A lot of times I think practitioners can get paralysis by analysis somewhat um, when it comes to technology and incorporating those into their practice. The last thing we want is a new shiny toy, if you will, that just sits there collecting dust, So, um, which I think a lot of practices do. So uh, it's a personal decision on what's going to make you more efficient and deliver higher quality patient care. When purchasing a digital radiography system, for example, what factors do you consider? I mean, obviously, you want to get some feedback from other key opinion leaders. You want to find out whether there's any testing that's been done on this, some R&D somewhere. I mean, it's not so much like a composite where you're testing, you know, a microfill, you know, or an adhesive and it's bond strength. You're talking about, in this example, digital radiography system, but you still need to vet it to some extent. So what do you go through before you make the final decision and say, you know what, I'm going to spend the money on this thing and I'm going to incorporate it into my practice and I'm confident that this digital equipment is going to work for me? Yeah, once I know the answer to the first question on is it going to provide better patient care, once I gather that and it's a yes, then I'll ask for other doctors that have used that product directly from the company. I'll ask them, can you give me a list of doctors that have ordered this new technology or product? And I will call those those doctors directly. I have doctors call me about certain products that I use. And I think that's the most um, unbiased way once the product has been purchased and has been in use, what those dentist thoughts are on it. So that's crucial to me. Um, Somebody that's used it for six months, a year, and not just two weeks or is still in the learning curve with the new product. So that is the main thing that I do to vet a product. Now, do the sales reps that introduce you to these products give you the names and the contacts? They will. A lot of times what what my reps will ask me, hey, can we have Dr. So-and-so contact you about this product that you're using? And my experience is they've asked for permission first. And then once that's granted, they'll they'll freely share that to you. 
So when you choose a digital radiography system and you do get the feedback from the other dentists in your area or whoever your sales reps referred you to, to get their feedback, do they give you the pros and cons similar to what you might get on a site like Edmunds? When you look at a car, you'll see pros, cons. If the cons don't bother you that much and the pros are overwhelmingly positive and work for you, you're more likely to buy that car than, than obviously vice versa. How does it work with dental equipment? Similar? Yeah, very similar. Um, I think a lot of us are open and honest, just like we are on on certain dental forums or Facebook groups. Um, it's it's a lot better when it's one on one personal communication versus behind a keyboard where you're worried about um, thousands of other people seeing it. So people tend to be more open and honest and it does help in decision making whether to purchase or not. Would you visit another dentist in your area to take a look at it installed, what the footprint is and how it works in their practice or, or you don't do that? No, absolutely. Yeah, I've done that before with uh, panoramic machines and things like that. So I think that's very helpful. And and certain um, orthodontic x-ray systems, whether we're going to use a a traditional 3D pan scan uh, CEPH machine or whether we're going to have a mobile CEPH machine. So yeah, I've done that before. Tell us about the, the current digital radiography system in your practice. We use the ScanX with the phosphor plates. That's probably the most background I've ever done on on new products into my office because it's such a crucial product, especially I'm a pediatric dentist. So when making the decision, it was a it was a no brainer for for me to decide to go digital. It was whether or not I decided to use sensors or the the hardwired sensors or the phosphor plates with the ScanX scanning system. Being a pediatric dentist, it it made more sense to me to go with something that was similar to uh, traditional film that was a little more flexible and not quite as rigid or bulky as a sensor. So that's the reason we decided to, to go with the phosphor plates. Briefly just describe the system to our audience, and most of them probably know about it, but obviously it's different than a sensor where one sensor is used throughout the whole full mouth series, right? With a PSP system, you're using a different plate for each film. Could you just go That's over correct. Yeah, just go over it real briefly and if you would talk about as a pediatric dentist what the advantage is over a hard sensor. As far as description of it, it's it's very similar to a traditional e-speed film to where it's really thin, flexible, has a barrier that goes over it, but you are correct. You need, if you're going to take six images in different spots, you need six films with barriers. So it's, it's very similar to the traditional film in that sense. The difference is the way it's developed or processed. It's run through a machine, the ScanX machine that digitizes the image on the film and puts it directly into your software or your computer. So then it's immediately accessible from any computer that's on the network in your office. So that's the main difference is how it's processed, if you will, scanned into your computer. Right. And the whole digital aspect of it is so important, of course, because of the workflow. I've talked to dentists on podcasts and so forth, and they get sent a film occasionally from another dentist, like a specialist would get sent a film, traditional film, and they don't even know what to do with it. You know, they have to find, you know, what do I do with this thing? Um, of course, exactly. Hold it up to the light and see what you can see because we don't have light boxes anymore. <laughs> right. That's right. That's right. Remember the days with, with, the, with the boxes in the office. Um, oh, for sure. So with the incorporation of your current system uh, and you use an Air Techniques ScanX you mentioned, have you found that your ability to treat and gain patient acceptance has improved? Oh, without a doubt. When parents, well, I'm saying parents, but when patients in a, in a general dentist office are able to clearly see the film and and 
through education can learn what a cavity looks like versus looking at a one inch by one inch film, being able to see it blown up on a monitor. Um, I think case acceptance is, is going to increase. It's very, no matter what you do as the practitioner, how, how you educate um, doesn't matter as much as, you know, a picture's worth a thousand words. So once they see it on the, on the monitor, uh, case acceptance and treatment acceptance is going to increase. You know, if they can see lesion, the curious lesion or the pathology that you're seeing, it just looks so much larger to them. And I think um, patients and parents are going to treat what they can clearly see is a cavity. Same goes for an intraoral camera. It's, it's the same concept. The picture's worth a thousand words. If they can see it blown up on a monitor, the, the case acceptance will increase. Now, I could see as a pediatric dentist, you almost have to have, if you're going to be digital, you have to have really a PSP system over a standard hard sensor, right? Because the patient is not going to tolerate a hard sensor, the, the cord coming out of the mouth, they could chew on it. Um, mm -hmm. You agree with that as a pediatric dentist? I agree with that. I do know several pediatric dentists that that do use a hardwired sensor, but they always come back to there's there's these select few patients that I just can't get an image on, and that's what I want to avoid. And then, like you're saying, when you when you take into consideration the replacement cost of these things, the likelihood of chewing on the wire or breaking and insurance costs associated with that, I, I don't see it fitting into my practice. Right. And the transition from traditional film to PSP seems to be pretty smooth because it really is oh. very similar to taking traditional film, but the workflow and the digitizing of the x-ray is just so much easier than obviously scanning traditional film and getting patients to see it on the monitor like you previously described. That's correct. There is no learning curve to it. If, if any employee um, team member can take an existing film, they can take one with a Scanex. We talked about how you make a decision, a purchasing decision, by actually talking with the dentists that have used the equipment, which is a great way to get the information, even visiting their office to see it in action, see what the footprint is. And of course, you could even talk to the manufacturer, obviously, and they're going to give you their side of the story. But Regarding manufacturers, I think it's important to work with a company that provides the support to the office that you may need going forward, especially when you're looking at a piece of equipment like a PSP. Air Techniques, for instance, and they are the sponsor of this podcast, uh, has been around a long time and they provide excellent support to the dentist and the staff that may have some issues down the road. Do you also make that decision based on the company, obviously, that manufactures the product? Oh, sure, sure thing. Uh, we've had um, the, the ScanX from Air Techniques in use for uh, 11, 12 years, and I think we've called them maybe six or seven times over the years, which is great. Um, that means we don't have many problems with their product, but yes, customer service is always top-notch. They're always willing to go in and change a few of the settings, which which can um, be problematic when you replace computer with a new computer. Um, things can change and need to be updated, and they're always extremely helpful and efficient to get us back on track, um, ready to run the unit with the high diagnostic capability that we need in our profession. So when it comes to increased case acceptance, you've covered that, obviously, because we're digitizing the image, and you're able to show, in most cases in your practice, the parents right? The lesion that we're, that we're talking about that will help you sell, quote unquote, sell a treatment plan to, to the family. Um, what about your return on investment, efficiency slash return on investment on purchasing uh, digital radiography equipment like the PSP from Air Techniques? Yeah. As far as return on investment, I really didn't 
look at that too hard um, when I made the decision to purchase the Scanex and the phosphor plates. I know that's taboo with a lot of listeners, but um, I looked at it more from a, an efficiency and predictability standpoint. But what I did find, and I looked at some of the analysis out there comparing hardwired sensors versus PSPs versus digital films. I did, I mean, uh, standard films. I did look at some of that. But where I think the true return on investment, and it kind of goes hand in hand with efficiency, is when parents are seeing these films, a lot of times they want same day treatment. If they're seeing this film and the scanned image on a monitor coupled with an intraoral image, it can look um, pretty gross to them, if you will. Um, A sense of urgency, a need for urgency to go ahead and treat. So they wanna treat same day when they can. That's when your return on investment for a practice that's not at max capacity, which is the majority of the practices out there, same day treatment can go from a $250 new patient exam to $750, $1,000, something like that in the same day. So when you look at return on investments, it's not just the analysis of, of what does this cost? What does that cost? And how quick can you recuperate it? Um, it, It's immeasurable on the front end. It's what you do with it on the back end that's going to really increase the return on investment. So that's what I would say about that. Now, as far as efficiency, nothing's more as efficient for the practice or the parent or the patient than to do same-day treatment. I hate to you know, keep going on belabor that point, but for a parent not to have to miss work again, or a patient, and for a child not to have to miss school again, um, and for the practice not to have to take up another chair later on and can do that treatment that day, that's pretty awesome to be able to do those things. Did you become a pediatric dentist right out of uh, dental school? You went straight to a residency, or did you practice general dentistry for a while? No, I went straight into residency. Okay, because I was wondering if you could comment for the GPs that are listening to this podcast what the benefit of PSP is for their practice. Now, I know we were talking about case acceptance. You know, there are many GPs that use this hard scanner system. They don't see primarily children so that they're okay with that. But wouldn't you say that it's important for uh, a GP to possibly consider having a PSP as well? Oh, absolutely. And what I would recommend doing is instead of them making the decision, ask their team members, the ones that are taking these images on patients, whether it's a child or a you know 60-year-old Bruxer who um, who can't tolerate a film because of the... Uh... You're talking about a Taurus? Right. Thank you so much. It's been a long time since I've heard that. So your team members, ask them, would this be easier with a PSP? Would you like to try them out? You know, if you have happy team members, a lot of times the hardest thing for an auxiliary to do is to take a film on one of these gagging kids or a squirmy kid or a patient with a tore eye that they can't get the film on. It's a struggle. It's a headache. It makes their life more difficult. So those are the ones I think you should ask is your team members. Yeah, no, that's a great point. That That is an absolutely great point, uh, Dr. Wren. It's worth its weight in gold if you create a level of satisfaction and happiness among your staff because that's going to make your whole office environment more harmonious rather than have stressors. Just thinking about taking a radiograph on this patient, you know, wants them to stay home. So, yeah. yeah so that point, I haven't heard that before. 
um, by saying, ask your staff. That's, you know, I've heard a lot about what the dentist wants, but obviously the staff is the one that's taking the x-rays from, for the most part, right? In this case, your point is very well taken that in a GP office where they, if they primarily use a sensor, having the PSP as a secondary option for patients that can't tolerate the sensor is probably worth it just for what you just said to keep a nice, harmonious environment in the office, make sure that the, your staff is happy. And of course, the patient will be much more comfortable. And in the long run, you're right. It's not it's not like the end of the world to buy one of these because the learning curve of PSP system is pretty simple, right? It's pretty short. It's not that far from doing traditional film, except that it's the workflow is much makes much more sense. That's exactly right. Yeah. So thank you, Dr. Ren, for your insight. I think we covered PSP technology, which we found very interesting the way you positioned how you determine whether you're going to be purchasing something like this. You talked about efficiency, return on investment, and we talked about case acceptance and one-day dentistry, which is obviously extremely efficient, especially in a pedo practice, right? Because the patients are children where the parents have to take time from work or whatever. So that makes total sense. Anything else you want to add before we wrap up this podcast? Yeah, just if you're considering another system than you're currently using and want something without a learning curve, with easy to use and efficient, just take a look at the Air Techniques uh, PSP system. You'll be glad you did. Thanks so much, Dr. Ren. We hope to have you on a future podcast soon, and uh, we really appreciate your insight. Okay, thank you so much. 